0: This podcast contains content and language not suitable for some listeners.
1: Welcome to Oddities and Curiosities, a podcast about murder, the paranormal, and other oddities It's your curiosity. We are
0: Amanda. And Brittany. Oh my god. What? What are we... Is this episode nine? Episode nine. It's fucking episode nine. Mm-hmm. We made it this
1: far, bitches. Yeah. Yes, we did. <laughs> what are we doing
0: this week? Possessions. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be a heavier episode, so buckle up, you guys. <laughs> it's it's a really good one. <laughs>
1: she's, <laughs> she's torturing me and, like, threatening me with videos, and I can't...
0: It's not torture. You signed up for this shit. It's good i love it it's fine everything's fine yeah always so since we're coming to you on wednesday Mm -hmm. we're cool moms cool moms moms. bringing you a hump day treat this one is different
1: (laughs) i've always wanted to try this place and we finally ventured out and i did not i've never been okay so i didn't know what to expect if you come upon this place you wouldn't think that it's as fabulous as it is, but y'all, it's a hole in the wall. It's fabulous. It's Alky Therapy daiquiris. Uh-huh. And they decorate each one of their daiquiris with a whole shit ton of candy. Sugary goodness. Oh my God. And the bottle that it comes in
0: looks like a prescription bottle. So cute. Yeah. I'm loving this. Y'all are gonna want to check out the pictures on this one, and you're gonna want to check out Alkytherapy Therapy daiquiris. We got the mango
1: peach daiquiri, a watermelon da- uh, margarita, and what else? The uh, strawberry, strawberry lemonade. Lemonade, so good. Yes, they're yeah they're they're not lacking in alcohol. Let me tell you that right now.
0: <laughs> Very tasty. It's delicious. Uh speaking of pictures, you're gonna wanna go to our social media pages, Instagram and Facebook so you can see our episode pictures, hump day treat pictures, and all around funny goodness all the stuffs, all our good shit, all the stuffs so uh we're at oddities and Curiosities podcast on Facebook and oddities and curiosities pod on Instagram, and we're on the twitter. We're on the Twitter. <laughs> Y'all, y'all know we're there's hard times with the Twitter people, <laughs> but we're there. It's on there. You know, if you know how to like tweet at people, you can tweet at us. <laughs> Amanda <laughs> will read it. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I get the notifications. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Who is ready for a skin crawling tale of possession? Me, me, <laughs> me, me. Everyone's hands better be raised. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have chose to do mine on Annalise, Michelle, or Michael, or Mickle, or (laughs) Mikel. She's German, and on a couple videos I've watched, they've said said it different ways. For some reason, it looks like Michelle to me. So, I mean, I don't say it throughout. She's just Annalise to me. But she was the inspiration for The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Yes. So. I'm so excited. Let's do this. Before I get into her story, I just want to um, read y'all the definition that I found on Wikipedia. Oh, <laughs> so it's legit. All-knowing Wikipedia well. of what uh, it says about demonic possession. It says demonic possession involves the belief that a spirit, demon, or other entity can control a person's actions. Those who believe themselves to be possessed commonly claim that symptoms of demonic possession include missing memories, perceptual distortions, loss of a sense of control, and hyper-suggestibility. So, yeah, that's what Wikipedia says, and they know everything. So, like, every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like I said, my case today is the true story that inspired the movie The Exorcism of Emily Rose. So, if you want to look at the notes real quick. Yeah. And see the one that says movie poster? That is the movie poster for Exorcism of Emily Rose. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. (gasps) I love the poster, too. It's very daunting. Very. Good God. Yeah. So I got a summary. I took it from the IMDb website. Quote, Plagued by horrific visions and tormented by sinister manifestations of evil while at university, the troubled 19-year-old college student Emily Rose resorts to exorcism, only to die a horrible death. Now her family's priest, Father Richard Moore, finds himself charged with negligent homicide defended by the atheist lawyer Aaron Bruner. Yes. So, I will go ahead and say that the movie is loosely based they on the are, story. They? Yeah. It's embellished and a few little things are changed, but for the most part, it's... You know it's pretty close.
1: I mean, it's kind of like the girl in the box movie. Like it's 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 totally inaccurate. I mean, it's it's got a little bit of facts in there, but you
0: know they got to change it up a bit for dramatic effect. Yeah, whatever. I think they like totally screwed <laughs> themselves, but it's fine. Whatever. Okay, so Annalise was born Anna Elizabeth Michelle on September twenty first, nineteen fifty two, in Bavaria, West Germany, to parents Joseph and Anna Michelle. So, if you want to go look at the notes, there's one that says Annalise is a child. This was the youngest picture I could find of her. But look how precious. Oh, she's adorable. Oh, look, it's her christening. Yeah. (laughs) Or baptism. Baptism, not christening. Yeah. She's older. I don't know. You're Catholic. What do they do at that age? That that would be baptism. Okay.
1: First communion. There we go.
0: Okay, I'm not Catholic, I I don't know these things I got
1: it, I got it
0: Okay, there we go It's it's still in there somewhere She's in a white dress, she's got on gloves, a little headband She's cute as a button Yeah, she really is Mm -hmm. Uh, She had three younger sisters And uh, her family was devout Roman Catholic And if you want to look Real quick, I've got a picture of her family It says the Michelle family Yeah There's the whole family, she's the oldest one there And her mom and dad and three sisters Annalise herself was extremely religious, going to mass twice a week. At 16, she suffered a severe convulsion where she blacked out and began walking around dazed. Before I further get into that, if you want to go to the notes and look the picture that says Annalise so you can see what she looked like at this point in time. God, she's beautiful. Isn't she gorgeous with her little bob haircut? Yeah. She was at school and she suffered um, the convulsion where she blacked out and began walking around dazed. She didn't remember the event, but friends and family say that she was in a trance-like state. It was then that she was diagnosed with uh, temporal lobe epilepsy. In June of 1970, she suffered a third seizure while at uh, a psychiatric hospital where she was staying. She awoke in a trance-like state and wet her bed. At that point, they prescribed Annalise anticonvulsant drugs for the first time, which didn't seem to alleviate any of her issues. Surprise! She began describing seeing devil faces throughout the day. In the same month, her doctors prescribed another medication used in the treatment of various psychoses, including schizophrenia, disturbed behavior, and delusions. By 1973, Annalise was suffering from depression and began hallucinating while praying. She complained of hearing voices telling her that she was damned and that she would rot in hell. The treatment she was undergoing at the psychiatric hospital was not improving her health, and her depression worsened. She began to grow frustrated with the medical intervention and the pharmacological drugs she was prescribed. At this time, Annalise became intolerant of Christian sacred places and objects such as the crucifix or rosary beads, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which Wikipedia said is the beginning stages of being possessed. Yeah. Classic signs mm-hmm. right there. Mm hmm. That's what they say. hmm So, um, Annalise decided to travel to uh, San Damiano. I think I'm saying that correctly. Sounds right. We're going with it. Go with it. With a family friend who regularly organized Christian pilgrimages. The friend concluded that she was suffering from demonic possession because she was unable to walk past a crucifix and refused to drink the water of the Holy Spring. By the time she returned, Annalise, her family, and the community were convinced that she was possessed. The family contacted several priests asking for an exorcism, and all the priests declined.
1: God damn it.
0: Come on, people. I know this seems very wordy, but this is all important. Go. (laughs) Just wait. (laughs) Um, Many of the priests were not convinced of the possession and recommended that they continue the medical treatment. The family was informed that they would ultimately need the permission of a bishop for an exorcism to be performed. A person must meet a strict set of criteria to be considered possessed or under demonic control by the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. Some of the first indicators of possession are an intense dislike for religious objects and supernatural powers. Annalise's condition worsened physically and she started becoming increasingly aggressive. She began to injure herself, drink her own urine, and eat insects. Bleep. I
1: Bleep. know. No. Mm-mm, at least
0: <laughs> like, like she was no. she was licking it off the floor that's that's how yeah yeah, yeah. she was eating spiders in the corner and licking her, her pee off the floor mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i got
1: I, may, maybe she considered herself in a life or death situation but that is the
0: only way i would ever do uh, that the demons told her to do it of course they did <laughs> or it was the demon that did it I, either way there's no way to know yeah i'm taking a drink
1: real quick take a drink this is heavy shit yeah it is uh-huh. it's fucking heavy shit that's why i'm not saying anything
0: <laughs> like oh god okay all right in november 1973 she was put on new anti-seizure and mood stabilizing medication there are a lot of big words in this there's a lot of fucking drugs in this. drugs are bad y'all I was incredibly I was incredibly sober when I wrote this and I'm sitting here drinking this daiquiri and it's like, what was I thinking? Okay. All right. I'm good. All is well. She would continue this medication amongst other antipsychotic drugs throughout her religious rites. Despite this medication, Annalise's condition would worsen still. She began to manifest growling, seeing demons, and throwing things. Okay. See, it's the growling shit that gets me. I know. Um <laughs> And uh, I'm about to read y'all a few more things that she did and some of it's pretty like it's pretty messed up shit. So um take another drink Here we go. or you know, take a take deep a breath drink, or, take whatever, a drag, or whatever. Whatever it f- is you <laughs> need to do. <laughs> there were several odd occurrences, such as her and this she did on many occasions, just like ripping off all her clothes just randomly. Biting you do. <laughs> Overshare. <laughs> we don't need to know what you're doing all the time. Alone. It's fine, Trucy's. Biting the head off of a dead bird, and at one point she crawled under the table and barked like a dog for two days straight. Okay, right? Okay, Father. Okay, in this name, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't misspell it. It's spelled like that. Ernst. Ernst. It looks like it was supposed to have been Ernest. It's not. It's Ernst. Yeah, okay. And his last name is Alt. (laughs) I promise that's how his name is spelled. I checked. Okay. (laughs) It's not a typo. Okay. Father Ernst Alt (laughs) declared that, uh, quote, she didn't look epileptic and he didn't see her having seizures. If you want to go to the notes. Yeah. And there's a picture that says Father Alt. He's got his head in his hand. Mm Mm-hmm. This this fellow right here. He looks like God. He's concentrating hard on whatever it is he's doing. Yeah. He's
1: either concentrating or he's like, what the fuck do I do now? What did
0: I get myself into? (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Um, He believed that she was possessed by demons and urged the local bishop to allow an exorcism. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, I mean, Let's just give it they had to make sure she met all the criteria. I know, There's so red tape rules. in the there Catholic so Church. There's
1: rules now because ever since the exorcists,
0: like, everybody's like, oh, I'm possessed. And they're really just schizophrenic. hmm Yeah. And this wasn't that long after that. Mm-mm. This was in the early 70s. Here's a quote from Father Alt about her trip to uh, San Damiano. And it's a pretty long quote. Quote, Annalise told me that she was unable to enter the shrine. She approached it with the greatest hesitation, then said that the soil burned like fire and she simply could not stand it. She then walked around the shrine in a wide arc and tried to approach it from the back. She looked at the people who were kneeling in the area surrounding the little garden, and it seemed to her that while praying, they were gnashing their teeth. She got as far as the edge of the little garden, then she had to turn back. Coming from the front again, she had to avert her glance from the picture of Christ. She made it several times to the garden, but could not get past it. She also noted that she could no longer look at medals or pictures of saints. They sparkled so immensely that she could not stand it, End quote. Fuck. And there were lots of, lots of letters and things that she wrote to Father Alt trying to convince him, you know, that she was possessed and that she needed help, mm-hmm. but I didn't, I didn't put all that in there. If you guys want to read those, it's an easy Google. Yeah, yeah. Um, The jungle. Yeah. Uh, Bishop Joseph Stengel, and that's not misspelled either. Cool. I know. (laughs) I can't can't with these German names. Sorry if you're German, but oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Bishop Joseph with an F, Stengel with no E, finally granted permission for the exorcism to the priest Arnold Renz, but said it must be done in total secrecy. So if you want to go to the notes, there is a picture of Bishop Joseph Stengel in his garb. Holy fuck. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Holy fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) that That is a bishop. Right That's there in. Yep That's what they look like Father Wrens would perform the first session on September 24th So go back to the notes And look at the picture that says Father Wrens
1: Aw, isn't a sweet old man no,
0: no, he's not he's not <laughs> <laughs> He's the one that actually performed the exorcisms Yeah <laughs> That's who Dad is Um, During this time, Annalise began talking more and more about, quote, dying to atone for the wayward youth of the day and the apostate priests of the modern church, end quote. So basically, she felt like she needed to suffer to help others. She was always saying, you know, that she knows that she needs to do this to help mankind and that she was the one that needed to suffer, even though it hurt. And she felt like this was something that God wanted her to do. She then began refusing to eat. Some of my candy out of my daiquiri hole. <laughs> I can't with you, Amanda. I, I picked it up and it fell out. <laughs> I don't have time for your shenanigans. Hey, hey. I'm fixing to tell you about this bitch starving and you're like, my candy fell I'm out so- of my tree. <laughs> 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 I picked it up and it just, black all over the floor. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hmm. So, what I was saying was, she then began refusing to eat. Her family stopped medical treatment at this time, per her request, and relied solely on the exorcism rites. Over 10 months' time, 67 sessions were performed, with each lasting up to four hours. Many times, she was restrained so the priest could perform the exorcism rites. If you want to go to the notes, Mm -hmm. there is a picture that says exorcism, and it's kind of dark, but that's her being held down. During one of the sessions. That does not even look like the same person Mm-mm. at all. No. Yeah. And um, <laughs> there was a lot that earlier I had said that she began harming herself. Mm-hmm. One of the things, I like get listed so many things, but it's typical things, things that people do, you know, to harm themselves banging their head on the wall or, you know, things of that nature. But one of the things that she did... Was she would try to bite into the wall? The fuck? I know. That's why her mouth looks like that. Ew. When you when you look at those pictures of her while her teeth look like that and her mouth has sores all over it, is that was one of the things she was doing, is trying to bite into the wall like she was trying to eat her way out of the house or something. Okay. I know, cray, right? Jesus. Annalise also suffered from two broken knees due to continuous and aggressive uh, genuflections, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, when they kneel to pray. Mm -hmm. You know, you're Catholic. Uh, Yeah. uh, She did like 600
1: genuflections a day.
0: Yeah. Like it was a constant thing. Yeah. Up and down, up and down, up and down. Yeah. But she suffered two broken knees due to that. And she was unable to move without assistance and also had contracted pneumonia. So mm. if you want to go uh, look at the notes, there's a picture of her mother helping her get into position to do that to herself.
1: Yeah, that's what fucking blows my mind. Like, she had broken knees and
0: they still... Fu- her mother helped her over there. <sighs> and and then, then with her, quote unquote, supernatural powers, she was able to do that to herself. Because how else could she pick herself up with two broken knees? Um. Okay. Right. On July 1st, 1976, Annalise Michelle died in her home. She was 23 years old. The autopsy report stated that she died of malnutrition and dehydration due to being in a state of semi starvation for almost a year. Mm-hmm. At the time of her death, she weighed a mere 68 pounds. So, if you want to look at the notes again, the picture that says Exorcism 1 on it, Oof. that's her shortly before her death. So, you can see uh, what a bad state she was in and just how frail she looked yeah her eyes are sunken and you can you know see her veins and mm-hmm. all her bones protruding yeah she, poor baby oh god like it looks like you would break her if
1: you touched her i know
0: after a thorough investigation the prosecutor determined that her death could have been prevented even a week before she died in 1976 her parents father alt and father wrens were charged with negligent homicide the trial didn't start until March 30th, 1978, and drew intense interest worldwide. Doctors would testify that she was not possessed and that this was a psychological effect because of her strict religious upbringing and her ep- epilepsy. Mm-hmm. We'll discuss our views when I finish. Okay. How about that? Okay. Okay. Um, the defense played tapes recorded at the exorcisms to assert their claim that she was indeed possessed. So, Amanda, Brittany, pull up your video.
1: Oh, God damn it.
0: Okay. Okay, we're going to play you guys a little clip here and let y'all listen to uh, what her voice sounds like normally mm-hmm. and then what she sounded like uh, whilst possessed.
1: Okay. Okay. Here we go. Yeah, I will school for the other people, so
0: Aber oh, dass das dann so schlimm ist und so grausam und so furchtbar, nee. Das tut mir Leiden, das ist so, so leicht zu so, haben. Wenn es dann wirklich schlimm wird, da will man überhaupt nicht mehr, da will mein Kind schlimm. Geh kletzt Nein, geh kletzt mich. Mal, geh kletzt Oh, so gerne will auch nicht. Ich gehe auch
1: nicht. Sind wir schon drei?
0: Bibi, Bibi, was das
1: Die in eigenen Seminaren ausgebildet werden die dürfen nicht auf die anderen Universitäten. Kapiert? Klar. Das ist uns etwas zu sagen. Oh, weil das... Oh, weil,
0: weil, weil... Weil der Teufel größere macht. Oh Oh, my gosh
1: Holy fuck I had to eat my gummy frog (laughs) You needed a
0: bit of happiness in your (laughs) (laughs) life We will be saging Amanda's house After the recording (laughs) A little side anecdote (laughs) When I was trying to find a clip Before I came over here I was in the bedroom uh, Listening to a couple different ones And Ashton came in the room And I was like oh buddy 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 And I stopped it and he said, what, they in bad words? Yes, they're saying bad words. You can't listen to this. I'm not trying to put bad juju in my kid. Did you sage your house? Not yet. Bitch! I had to come over here. The fuck? I was on a timeline. I don't give a fuck. I'll sage when I get home. And the priests said that the demons identified themselves as Lucifer, Cain, Judas Iscariot, Belial, mm. or Belial. Um, Legion, Hitler, Nero, and Fleischman, um, amongst others. Yeah. Yeah. That's plenty. Yeah. That's plenty. Bishop Stengel stated that he was unaware of her health conditions when he approved the exorcism and did not testify. Um, the accused were all convicted of negligent negligent homicide in April, 1978. So if you want to look at the notes real quick. I have a picture, it says the accused And it's of Her parents and the two priests Oh I know That kind of fucking creepy looking I know It's kind of a daunting picture A little bit, are they possessed? (laughs) (laughs) Just, okay Cause when she died Where did the demons go? They go somewhere Mm -hmm. Mm Hmm. Yeah that's what I'm freaked out about. <laughs> like, all right, we got to, uh, where'd, where'd it go? She died, mm-hmm. where'd it go? Um, the priests were sentenced to six months in jail, but it was later suspended, and then they got three years probation. So really all they got was the three years probation. Okay. Um, her parents were exempt from punishment because they had suffered enough. Yeah. That is uh, something, you know, that they do according to German law. Okay. I like. I, I kind of agree with it. Hmm. Mm. We'll we'll discuss when I'm done. We'll discuss thoughts because well, we are not okay. going to have the same no, thoughts. No,
1: okay, in the general opinion of what they went through, not their specific case, but just what they went through, they lost their kid to what they firmly believed was a possession. Uh, mm-hmm. Tomato,
0: tomato. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> After the trial, Anna- Annalise's parents asked for permission to exhume her body. So, if you want to go to yeah. the notes again, I have a picture of them exhuming her. Fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. No. I don't like it. That just I wanna it irks me. Her. I want to see w- They're not going to show you pictures of her bones two years later. What? They showed us pictures of everything else. Why the fuck <laughs> would they show us that shit? Their official reason was that she was buried hastily in a cheap coffin, and they wanted to bury her properly. It is said, though, that they wanted to see if her body was decomposing at a normal rate, Mm -hmm. because it's believed that possessed bodies deteriorate much slower than normal. But it was determined that there was nothing abnormal about the way her body was decomposing. So, um, and they wouldn't let the priests in because of everything that happened, like the the two priests, Father Renz and Father Alt, they weren't allowed to come in when they were examining the body because of the trial and everything that had happened. They didn't let them come in.
1: I'm sorry. I would not do it without a priest or something. Well, I don't
0: know if there was not any priests there, but they were not allowed in because of, I mean, I mean because I, of the trial and that they were accused of negligent homicide in her death.
1: Yeah, I'd call like their homeboy.
0: <laughs> come help me. On February 25th, her remains were moved to a new oak coffin lined with tin. Annalise's grave became a pilgrimage site and remains so to this day. So if you want to go to the notes again. Putting it on the
1: fucking list.
0: Yes. Ever-growing list. Yeah. But there's her gravestone.
1: Oh, it's so pretty.
0: Yeah. And people travel from far and wide. The number of officially sanctioned exorcisms in Germany decreased due to this case in June 2013 a fire broke out in the abandoned uh Michelle home where Annalise died local police said that it was arson but many believe it was somehow tied to the exorcism mm-hmm. I'm thinking arson though because probably it's I mean that's what well I mean 40 the, years later 50 years later yeah. that's math I don't know but that's not- I think if it was tied to the exorcism it would have happened like shortly after.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. I
0: I agree. That it was is. probably
1: people just being freaked out and think that they could,
0: you know, mm-hmm. because of what happened there and mm-hmm. you know, just using that as an excuse, I think. Wow.
1: But that's my case.
0: Holy fuck. Ooh. Yeah. So, what do you think? Okay, so I already know that we're going to have to agree to disagree. Okay. On all of it. Okay. It's okay. It's it, totally fine. I don't think she was truly possessed. I think it was all due to her mental state and the influence of people around her and the way that she was raised Uh, because she was raised to believe that, you know, she wasn't raised. Sure. uh, You know, knowing the science of mental health and psychology. And I think that being a God fearing person. Yeah. And I think that. It was much more than epilepsy. She had much more than epilepsy.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: You know, I yeah. I think that maybe she was schizophrenic as well because mm-hmm. schizophrenia doesn't uh, usually surface until you're a young adult anyway. Mm-hmm. Now, when I watched the videos and when I listened to the recordings, mm-hmm. that was pretty convincing, but yeah. me, me being an atheist... I personally don't believe in heaven and hell and demons. And, sure. You know, so I think that it was all due to her mental state, her surroundings, and her upbringing.
1: I mean, yeah, I have the religious background, and I've been to Pentecostal churches, and I've seen some shit right before my eyes. But, like, going from Catholic to that, like, I've I've explored... The different facets of religion. I don't I don't know. Like I also believe like having my nursing background and all that, like there's also a scientific part of it. So I'm kinda torn, but like the videos and stuff that I watch and the fact that like when the priest threw that bottle of holy water and she
0: stopped it midair. Yeah. Okay. I didn't see that. Now I saw that a video where I've the heard priest that. I saw a video where a priest threw holy water on her and she was writhing in her bed. But if you are mentally ill and you believe you are possessed, if someone throws holy water on you, you're going to writhe in your bed.
1: But, I mean, like, they say that 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 was done, but show me the proof.
0: Yeah. Like, show me the proof. And being the time that it was, you know, it was in the 70s. Mm Mm-hmm. The technology wasn't as ready, readily available, and well, that's also then when when they were like starting to find all these mental
1: disorders mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of I don't
0: know. I am kind of on the fence. Like, you could argue either way. You really could. Yeah, I I don't I don't know. Like, it was hard. This one.
1: Out of all the research I've done on her, out of all the podcasts I've heard about her, the documentaries, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I kind of believe that this one was very possibly real. Yeah. Just all the languages
0: and stuff like that. Like, all her growling does sound the same. Mm -hmm. I'll give you that. There were different inflections in some of the voices, but it was, like you said, the growling and stuff did sound the same. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I guess there's only and so the much her little voice box like, could do. But
1: but you never know. I yeah. mean, you really don't know. Because,
0: like, the human mind is so, Jesus. Like, really no bullshit. There's no way to know. There's really no way to know. <laughs> like, there's not. hmm Okay. So that was that. That was that. Feel free to form your own opinions about it and let us know comment on on facebook and instagram comment on the pictures and tell us what you think okay okay what you got i have one it's it's debatable as well we'll
1: we'll see i definitely have a strong opinion about this one but here we go okay i'm ready ever heard of latoya Ammons? i have not tell a- me amons Ammons? Ammons. amons Ammons. Ammons. it's amons amons yeah okay you're about to hear about it okay in november 2011 latoya amons and her family moved into a rental house on carolina street in gary indiana oh my what is so much shit happening in indiana like anyways (laughs) it's a quiet lane filled with small one-story homes y'all know better or i wouldn't be talking about this so it's not just like a peaceful little quiet so, um, some crazy shit goes down. Some crazy shit goes down, and it first started with big black flies suddenly swarming their screened in porch in December. December. Well, that's kay? not normal. I have a picture of the house, okay? Okay. It says house. Okay. You know, I'm like basic with my shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm here for it. Look closely at the picture of the house. Oh, there's
0: a people in there.
1: There's a there's a people, but it's also <gasps> speculated
0: it looks like a ghost.
1: It, that it is a ghost. We'll, we'll see. Okay. That was a picture taken by the police department? I don't know. So, Amon's mother, Rosa Campbell, remembers thinking that this wasn't normal. Every time they killed them, they just kept coming back, and there were other strange things that happened, too. After midnight, Campbell and Amon's both said that they occasionally heard the steady clump of footsteps climbing up the basement stairs and And the creak of the door opening between the basement and the kitchen, but no one was there. No. Yep. Nope. Nope. Burn it down. You're done. Nah, I don't know. Not yet. I mean, I've I've witnessed some shit. Like, that's nothing. Maybe the flies. The flies would concern me just a little bit. But, like, hearing
0: noises, eh. It's an older house, okay? What if you live in an older house and have flies and hear noises? Maybe there's like a body reals.
1: buried underneath your floor.
0: God. <laughs>
1: uh. Steven, <laughs> do we need to talk? <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> it's a really bad fly year in Louisiana, okay? okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, we've all got them. It's every summer. It's fine. it's fine. Now, if it was December, there may be a problem. Yeah. Just go with it. Okay. Okay. We'll revisit this in December, okay? So even after they locked the door, the noise continued. Campbell said she awoke one night and saw a shady, shadowy figure of a man pacing in her living room. Nope, nope, nope. She leapt out of her bed to investigate and found large, wet footprints. The hell was he doing?
0: Mm-hmm. It's an ectoplasm. <laughs> <Shh>. <laughs>
1: In March 2012, Campbell said the family's unease turned to fear. It was about 2 a.m. Normally, Campbell said Amon's and her family would have been asleep, but they were mourning the death of a loved one with, with a group of friends. Sure. Amon started yelling at everyone by screaming, Mama! Mama! Campbell said she ran into her bedroom where her then 12-year-old granddaughter and a friend were staying. Amons and Campbell said the 12-year-old was levitating above the bed
0: unconscious. Nope, nope. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Man. Did they play light as a feather, stiff as a board beforehand? <laughs> <laughs> Did they ask them that first? No.
1: Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <I> don't know. <laughs> but according to their account of the events, Amons and several others surrounded the girl and they prayed and... I remember being like completely fucking terrified um but she eventually descended onto the bed and the girl were, woke up with no memory of what happened the people that were visiting that night like peace the fuck out they of course did not come back ever of course yeah i'd they, be like all right
0: amanda good luck with your mess <laughs> bye love you <laughs> bye <laughs> toodles yeah
1: Fuck you, bitch. If you (laughs) run away from this shit now. Let's do this at my house next time, okay? (laughs) Maybe. Um, They said they didn't know exactly what it was, but they did believe that it was something supernatural. I have a picture of Latoya and her mama. Okay. Latoya and Rosa. They're two separate pictures. I see them. It says Rosa
0: Campbell and Latoya. Uh, Look at that hair. Yes, queen. Uh, Yes, ma'am. Hello.
1: Oh yeah, she fucking rocking that shit. Mm-hmm. She ain't mm-hmm. afraid of a little color, diva, right?
0: Little bud.
1: Eventually,
0: okay. Sorry. sorry, I just now looked at Rosa. Okay, I'm good. I'm ready. Like she, she looks like grandma. Mm-hmm. Okay, like mama. Mm-hmm. Big mama. <laughs> you made me choke on my strawberry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I interrupted your swallow. <laughs> See. <laughs> Come on now, friend. I didn't fucking mean to.
1: (laughs) Eventually, after listening to them talk about the house and visiting it, officials at one church told them that the house was indeed possessed and it had spirits in it. They recommended that the family home be (laughs) cleansed with bleach and ammonia. What is that going to do against an evil spirit? Uh... Maybe they just really fucking needed to clean their house. Maybe they were like, your house is dirty. (laughs) Like, bitch, would you fucking clean this shit
0: up? That kid was held up by cobwebs. (laughs) (laughs) Shit's getting real. Here's some bleach and ammonia. (laughs) Oh, bleach. Wait. And then
1: use oil to draw crosses on every door and window, which, yes, does work. Okay. Do those things. But it you can't just use vegetable oil. Okay. All right. So, at the church's suggestion, Eamon said that she poured olive oil, which is, it. Meh, it it's not the greatest, but <sighs> it'll work, Um, on all three of her children's hands and feet, then smeared oil in the shape of crosses on their forehead. Good job. Campbell and Amons also said that they reached out to clairvoyants who said the family's home was besieged by more than 200 demons. Then move. Yeah, well. What are you doing? I don't, I don't know. This explanation made sense to them because it like meshed with their Christian faith. So they believed it. The clairvoyants did tell her to move, but they couldn't because they were cash strapped. Like they, they couldn't. So they were stuck. They burned
0: sage and sulfur
1: throughout the house, making signs of the cross. Why, starting, wait, wait, hold on. Hey.
0: Why would you burn sulfur? I thought demons were supposed to smell like sulfur. I thought that was the smell that they came along with them. Why would you? That's mm, demon bait. No, it's not. It's I don't know. It's, it's a thing. And then their house smelled like rotten
1: eggs. Yeah, so how the fuck would yeah. you know if a demon was there or if it wasn't? Because you can definitely smell that shit.
0: That's what I'm, I'm saying. Ha- I've, that I've, they had, say, I've had it. They say okay? you smell
1: sulfur. You do. It smells like so somebody then just farted in your face. <laughs> then why would you go I around putting it. sulfur in your house? Because, <laughs> because- <laughs> it's, it's a cleansing thing. It, it's like supposed to do the same thing as sage and all that. I, don't. don't
0: It's fine. It's fine. That's what they did. Her it's house smells like rotten do. eggs and is dirty as fuck. Go on. <laughs> and now her kid's oily, slipping and sliding all over the wood floor. Oh, my no, God.
1: No, the bleach and ammonia, like, help that. It fixed it. It's fine. <laughs> I
0: can't. I can't with Miss Ammons. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs>
1: They did take one piece of their advice and made an altar in the basement. Amon's covered an end table with a white sheet. Then she placed a white candle and the statue of Mary, Joseph, and Jesus on it. And she opened the Bible to Psalm 91. If you want to go read that, you can. It's, It's actually pretty good. She and another person, whoever the fuck that was, the person that she was with read the verse aloud as they moved through the house. Amon said nothing. Odd happened for the next three days. Okay. Okay. Three. Three. Holy Trinity. Things happen in three. You you might not know this, but in the Bible, like three is a very, very, very
0: powerful number. I know that. Okay. Well, fuck. Don't look at <laughs> me like that. I don't know. You're not really <laughs> I did go to church. I just don't now.
1: So yeah, either either way you want to look at it, like three is a big number. So after three days, things got worse. The family said demons possessed Amon's and her children, ages 7, 9, and 12. The kids' eyes bulged, evil smiles crossed their faces, and their voices deepened every time that it happened.
0: See, I'm sorry. I don't care how cash-strapped I am. I'm fucking I'm getting my I'm kids done. out of there I'm done At least your kids Send them to a friend's house Get your kids out of the house
1: Campbell said the demons didn't affect her Because she was born with protection from evil She said she and others <coughs> like her Have a guardian who protects them What makes her special? I don't fucking know It didn't say And why didn't she let her guardian protect her grandkids? Like extend that protection You can oh my do goodness. that I
0: need to know more about Rosa Campbell here I know. That's for another day. She kind of frustrates me a little bit.
1: Eamon said that she felt weak, lightheaded, and warm when she was possessed. Her body shook, and she felt out of control. She said it's different. You can definitely tell it's something supernatural. Which, I mean, when I get drunk. (laughs) Enough. It happens, too. The youngest boy, then seven, sat in a closet talking to a boy that no one else could see. The nine-year-old boy was describing what it felt like (laughs) to be killed. Ooh. Campbell said the seven-year-old once flew out of the bathroom as if he'd been flown, thrown, (laughs) and a headboard once smacked into Eamon's daughter, causing a wound that needed stitches. The 12-year-old daughter would also later tell mental health professionals that she sometimes, sometimes felt as if she were being choked and held down and she couldn't speak or move. And she said that she heard a voice say that uh, she'd never see her family again and they wouldn't live another 20 minutes. Some nights were so bad that they slept in a hotel. Finally, in desperation, they went to their family physician, Dr. Jeffrey. I'm going to post this word. Y'all try to pronounce it. We're going to make it a challenge, okay? I want to hear you try to say it. Well, now well, now they're going to hear me say it, and it's cheating. On Yequio. who Oh, that's, that's the, that's, that's what I sent you. The jumble of letters (laughs) that you sent me and said, pronounce this. Yeah. So I think, (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I'll do it before I post the episode. (laughs) Um, That was in April of 2012. Eamon said that she told him that they, what they were going through, hoping that he might understand. He said it was bizarre. In 20 years, he's never heard anything like that in his life. He said that he was actually scared too. But in the end, he believed that they were just delusional. They were... that The they whole were, family? Mm-hmm. That they were just seeing hallucinations and stuff like that. I'll get into that in just a little bit.
0: Do they have a carbon monoxide leak?
1: <clears throat> Maybe.
0: Okay. <clears throat> so...
1: What Amons and Campbell say happened next was detailed in a nine-page Department of Child Services report.
0: Okay. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Of a family case manager's interviews with medical staff. I've actually read the report. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's It's detailed, but I've been on the medical side, and it's, it, it's, it. It sounds more like an article than a medical report. Is, but, okay. But, I mean, maybe psychiatrists and, like, maybe they just do it a little bit different. Um, I do have a picture of the first page of the report. There's a lot of shit blacked out, okay? Mm-hmm. You cannot find the names of these kids. You oh, yeah. You because cannot they're... find pictures. Yeah. um, You can't find shit. It's all blacked out. Because
0: they're juveniles.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, the boys abruptly, abruptly passed out and wouldn't come to. Campbell cradled one boy in her arms and Amon's held the other. Someone from the doctor's office called 911 and Dr. O said that seven or eight police officers um, Dr. O, because I can't.
0: No, that's totally fine.
1: Um, seven or eight police officers and multiple, multiple ambulances showed up. They were all like, what the fuck is going on? But police and emergency personnel took the boys to Methodist Hospitals Campus in Gary, Indiana. Okay. And when they got there, Amon said that the personnel laughed at her desire to anoint their sons with oil. Which may have prevented some things. You never know. So the boys woke up in the hospital. The older boy, the nine-year-old, acted rationally. But the youngest screamed and thrashed. And it took five men to hold him down. Meanwhile, someone called the DCS and asked uh, the agency to investigate the Amens for possible child neglect and abuse. The caller, you know, obviously anonymous, Mm -hmm. um, speculated that Amens may have had a mental illness. The person believed the children were performing for Amens and that she was encouraging their behavior. Okay. Hmm. So, there may...
0: real quick, just speaking from... Someone who has been a caregiver Mm -hmm. for a child with delusional parents. Being a foster parent, you come in contact with a lot of different um, types of people. Yep. That's a thing. It's a thing. That's a thing. Okay. Um, Now, of course, it wasn't this specific thing, but... Behaving and quote unquote performing in the way that you think your parent wants you to Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is a thing. Yeah. No matter how old the kid is, it's a thing. I, yeah, I totally agree. Not saying that. that this is the case here, but it, yeah, it's something that happens. Yes. I 100%
1: agree with you there. They called the DCS girl, Valerie. Um, they asked the agency to... Okay, so the DCS family case manager, Valerie, was asked to handle the initial investigation. Hospital personnel examined Amon's and her children and found them to be completely healthy and free of marks or bruises and a hospital psychiatrist evaluated Amons and determined that she was actually of sound mind at this time. Washington also interviewed the, the family in the hospital. While she spoke with Amons, the seven year old boy started growling with his teeth showing and his eyes rolled back in his head. The boy locked his hands around his older brother's throat and refused to let go until adults pried his hands off. Oh my gosh. Later that evening, Washington and a registered nurse brought the two boys into a small exam room for an interview and Campbell joined them. The seven-year-old started, um, he, he stared into his brother's eyes and began to growl again. And while he spoke, he said something like, it's time to die, I've come here to kill. It's, it's your time, like I'm going to kill now. While he was speaking, the older brother stared um, at the grandmother and began headbutting her in the stomach. Oh my gosh! Campbell grabbed her gr- grandson's arms and hands and started praying. And she said, "This is not my grandson." Like, what the fuck? And according to Washington's report, here, here we fucking go. You okay,
0: mm-hmm.
1: this is like the craziest thing that happened. Um, the nine-year-old had a weird grin. And walked backwards up the wall. Nope. Nope. Like nope. his back is to the wall and he just started walking backwards up the wall. Then he flipped like onto the ceiling. Okay, he walked backwards up the wall to the ceiling and then flipped over behind Campbell, his grandmother, and landed on his feet. And he never let go of her hands through the entire thing. Like she was holding his hands the whole time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's cray. Yeah. Later, police asked Washington whether the boy had run up the wall or, you know, like doing an acrobatic trick. And Washington said, fuck no. She said that boy glided backward on the floor, wall, and ceiling. According to a police report, she said that she got so fucking scared that she ran out the room. Like, basically, everybody ran out the room except the family.
0: They were like, yep, done with this one. (laughs) Um
1: i didn't find there's supposedly police body cam footage of this but i could not find it but i did take a pic from the movie or documentary would that be the
0: one named holy shit it's the one named holy (laughs)
1: shit he's walking backwards up the wall and his
0: face is like holy shit that's not okay
1: no it's not okay (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> and if there is police body cam footage of that, they wouldn't be able to show it anyway because he's a juvenile. I know. Like, I really, I really, really, really searched. Mm-hmm. Could not find it.
1: Um, so, also, according to her report, you know, they told the doctor what happened, and the doctor didn't believe them, and he asked him to walk up the wall again. He said he couldn't remember what happened and that he couldn't do it. Um, they eventually, like Washington and everybody did eventually believe that there could be an ev- evil influence on the family. The next day was actually the seven-year-old's eighth birthday. Aww. I know. So, Eamon said the DCS officials asked Campbell to bring the older children back to the hospital because they had gone to stay with relatives, presumably to talk about what happened. The family celebrated the boy's birthday by singing and eating a miniature cake. Then Amon said Washington told them the children wouldn't be going home. The DCS took an emergency step and took the children without a court order. Yep. You never know. Mm -hmm. You never know. Better safe than sorry. He had been the priest at St. Stephen's, a hospital in Maryville Parish for more than 10 years, but he had never received a request like this one. The chaplain asked him to perform an exorcism on their family. I have a picture of Reverend Maginot.
0: Okay. Here he is. There he is. He's kind of adorable. He looks like a grumpy old man.
1: Yeah, he's a fucking dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to tell you that right now. He's a fucking dumbass. (laughs) So Maginot agreed to interview the family... After Sunday Mass, a few days later, the first step, he said, was ruling out natural causes for what Amens and their family were experiencing. He visited them in their home for two hours. Amens and Campbell detailed the phenomena f- for him, and then Campbell interrupted the interview to point out that uh, the bathroom light was flickering. He walked over to it, and the flickering stopped. So he was like, well, it must be scared of me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay dude <laughs> yes you're super intimidating
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever but he did attribute it to a demonic presence Um, but then the interview was interrupted again when the blinds in the kitchen began swinging even though there was no air current and he also saw wet pr- footprints throughout the living room mm-hmm. hmm. the footprints again okay After a four-hour interview, Maginot said that he was convinced the family was being tormented by demons, and he also believed that there were ghosts. So, all of the above. Fun stuff. Okay. Party house. So, he blessed the house before before he left and sprinkled holy water in each room. He told Amons and Campbell to leave the house because it wasn't safe, so they temporarily moved in with a relative, but less than a week later, the two women were back to let um Washington and um a couple of other officers and stuff like that like check out the property. hmm So two other officers, one from one each from Gary and Hammond police departments, asked to join them out of professional curiosity.
0: <laughs> Amy <Amons Nosy. were, laughs>
1: yeah, I mean kinda. Nosy. I, I let me talk along. <laughs> I want to go see so, Amon's refused to go inside, but Campbell went in. The main floor had three bedrooms, a living room, one bathroom, hardwood floors, and a small open-style kitchen. The door in the kitchen led to a basement with concrete floors. Y'all know a basement's never good. Ever. Mm-mm. Ever. Not this kind. Directly under the stairs was a dirt floor. Like, the rest of it was concreted, but underneath the stairs was dirt. Why? I don't fucking know
0: the bodies
1: <laughs> okay okay hold on <laughs> um the concrete around it was jagged as though it had been broken and the makeshift altar that she had created was still in place and she also poured rings of salt around it you know to dissuade the demons mm-hmm. Campbell told officers that the demons seemed to emanate from beneath the stairs Austin, the Gary police captain, was one of those officers. He said that he believed in ghosts and the supernatural, but he didn't believe in demons. Okay. Austin said, I I know, I know, I know, I know, I know there's a difference, but, (laughs) but he said he's changed his mind after visiting the house. During the interview with Campbell, one of the officers recorded um, some audio. And there were also a couple of other things that went wrong, like the batteries were dying, and like it wouldn't record, and blah 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 blah. Um, they even got some EVPs of like it saying "Hey" or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you can hear a sound and be like, "Oh yeah, it sounded like that." What's up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go drink.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> Um, One officer also took photos of the house. One photo of the basement stairs. There was a cloudy white image in the upper right-hand corner. When an officer enlarged the photo that could be, like, he said that it resembled a face. Let's take a look. Okay. Shall we? Okay. I do have a picture of the basement stairs, which are creepy as fuck. Sorry. That's just a little creepy.
0: It it is
1: okay. Um. Then if you go down to where it says face. I don't. I don't. No. I don't see it.
0: No, it looks like dust. I. I just don't. I don't see it. I. I see. Sorry, Hammond Police Department. I don't see the face.
1: I mean, I can look at a marbleized countertop and see an image in that too. Mm-hmm. Come on, people. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, it's not believable for me. That's that's not enough. I need more. Right. So yeah, then a bunch of like D.C.S. stuff went on. They they said that she was neglecting them from school, but she didn't send them to school because they were so freaking tired after being kept up all night by the spirits. The children actually ended up being separated, like into different hospitals. And evaluated, and every time that they, like, every psychiatrist that evaluated all the kids said that they were fine. They they didn't really understand.
0: Did they behave that way when they were away from each other like that with anybody, or was it only when they were together?
1: They, like, they were fine as long as they were questioned about the the haunting or the possessions or demons or whatever. Then they would start to growl okay. or you know like act that way like okay. become irate but other than that they were fine um amens was also examined by more psychologists and they said that she was guarded but didn't seem to be experiencing symptoms of like psychosis or some kind of disorder so yeah like they were all ruled to be fine but they were still insisting that they were possessed by demons Um, The DCS set goals for the family not to discuss demons. Like, let's leave this aside and see what happens. And so while they worked on meeting those objectives, you know, the police and DCS officials continued to investigate them. They went back for a second time. This group was a little bit larger. They went back to the house. Campbell, Amens, the um, police, the captain... Two other police officers from the initial visit, and two more were accompanied. But um,
0: they all wanted to know.
1: Yeah, they they were all filter
0: <laughs> totally.
1: I mean, wouldn't you? But like, um, I'd be this, afraid I'd Ms., bring something
0: home with me. Yeah,
1: Miss Washington didn't come back for this one. She was like, I'm, "Now I'm piecing the fuck out.
0: <laughs> I'm done with y'all. So,
1: somebody else got to go." Mm-hmm. So while this new group was in the house they decided to dig up the dirt underneath the basement stairs
0: and see what the fuck they could find. See, I would have done that the first time. I'd want to know why Uh, the concrete was broken up right there.
1: Yeah, because it was just under the stairs.
0: I'd have to know. I would think there was a body in there. Dude,
1: there was even a room down there. Like, the people that lived there before them, their little kids stayed down there in the basement.
0: No. Fuck you. (laughs) You're banished to the basement. No
1: fucking thank you. So they dug it up, and they found, like, a Lee press-on nail and some trash and a pair of underwear, but... Nothing. Not, not... Yeah, nothing that, like, suggested... Basement junk that got... Basically. Like, it's, it's it. probably just trash that, like, fell between the stairs and... Yeah. yeah, I don't know. But the new DCS lady that went in there, Samantha... Mm-hmm. She said she was standing in the living room while the rest of her group was, like, doing other shit, and she, her, like, her hand started tingling, and her pinky started hurting, and it felt like it was broken. Less than 10 minutes later, she felt like she was having a panic attack, and she beat the fuck out, too. She went and, like, joined the rest of the group outside. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. Another thing while they were walking through the home, you know, the the blinds, last time they were there, like, started mm-hmm. moving. Well, this time they found, like, a little oily substance on them. Mm-hmm. So, nobody could really figure out what it was, so they wiped it off. hmm And everybody left the room for, like, 30 minutes. And they came back, and it was there again. Ew. I have a picture. Okay. I don't know. It just looks like... <laughs> Looks like something's dripping. It. They couldn't. They went outside the house. They like looked up in the attic. They couldn't find where this would have come from.
0: That's weird because that's what it, it looks like. Something dripped down. It on does. The it really does.
1: I don't know. Like, it. It could happen. So, ectoplasm. It is <laughs> possibly. How it would reappear though? Maybe like, it's um, olive um, oil from rubbing it all over your <laughs> freaking kids. It could be. Like I didn't want to say that seeping through the pores of the house. Totally now it could be. I don't know. Like it was April. It could be humid. Is that happening and in Gary? Indiana? I don't know.
0: I've never been to <laughs> Indiana. I can't yeah. say.
1: I have been to Chicago in July, and it is hot as fuck. I'll tell you that Louisiana hot. Louisiana hot. It is not any better. Ew. So, we'll we'll see. It could happen. It could happen.
0: It is what it is.
1: Okay, so he finally got to do some exorcisms. He started one. (laughs) He didn't get the approval from the bishop yet, so he downloaded it off the internet.
0: O-M-G. Yeah. Go Reverend Mitch. You know? What Wait. in the actual fuck is this man doing? I don't know. <laughs> Who is <laughs> it? <laughs> That's like a little kid forging their mom's signature on the field trip permission slip. I mean, I don't know. You can do anything online now. Yeah. Okay. So, th- fake th- permission. Thank th- you, it. Google. Check.
1: So <laughs> he did the first one. It was nearly like a two-hour write, is which is called R I T E. It's mm-hmm. a right. They said that they felt like something was in the room with them, and um, they absolutely believed that things became attached to them. And actually, people that had come in contact with this house at the time, after they left, like the police officers had malfunction in their patrol cars, radios,
0: all that kind of stuff. Um, then why do they keep volunteering to go back? I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Know. Like, everybody...
1: Because like, nothing <laughs> ever happens
0: in Gary. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does now. <laughs> Who
1: else got hurt? Um, the DCS case manager, the new one, mm-hmm. Samantha, she had, like, a jet skiing accident. She got her ankle broken. Like, within a matter of weeks. Like, they all had just a bunch of random shit that happened to him oh my. i don't know well whatever after that imagino told amens to look up the names of the demons that were tormenting her
0: okay, mm-hmm.
1: okay. He, well he explained to her that like if you give them a name it gives them gives him power which it isn't
0: he doesn't. supposed to be the one to ask the names of the demons. Oh girl, they they googled I can't it. with him. They fucking Googled it. I can't with him.
1: <laughs> they Googled the demons, okay? Oh my gosh. <laughs> but she said her computer shut kept shutting down, you know and she felt sick and lightheaded while she was doing it. Whatever. They so they found names that fit, one such as Beazelbub. Of course, Lord of the Flies. Of course, and they also found names of some other demons that torture and hurt kids, and even a few ghosts. And she said that she's she found some lieutenants and sergeants that I can't. Were in I Chester. can't.
0: I can't with these people. <laughs> I <can't>. <laughs> Y'all,
1: <laughs> I can't. But after that, when the bishop finally gave him permission after reading that report, I whatever. Um, so, in total, three exorcisms were done, two in English and the last one in
0: Latin. Um, Did he Google that as well? <laughs> <laughs> the, the Latin? <laughs> yeah. Questions we need the answers to. com. <laughs> there you go. I don't
1: know. <laughs> um, during one of the exorcisms, he said that he pressed a cru- crucifix against her head as he spoke And he, as he began to get louder and louder, the demon actually weakened. But he could tell how strong it was by how many convulsions she was having. Two police officers had to hold her down, and he prayed over her. And she said it just became too painful. She felt like something inside her was trying to hold on and inflict pain at the same time. She said it was different from a natural pain, but felt as intense as giving birth
0: this is like super super sus because since when do police officers participate in exorcisms i've never fucking heard of police officers
1: participating in an exorcism i'm just gonna i can't
0: i know i know get it together gary
1: (laughs) the details are so insane it's too much insane so yeah after that, Amons and her mother moved to Indianapolis. But they did my drop frog
0: jumped out of a cup. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Sorry.
1: Okay. So after all this shit happened, they moved to Indianapolis for whatever I
0: don't know. Because the demons won't follow you to Indianapolis. Okay. They don't go there. He blessed the home again and Oh, I'm so sorry. Have you eaten your frog?
1: Yes, while we were watching the fucking possession video, <laughs> it's That's really weird. good. It's, it's like, like it's like fizzy,
0: it's like squish on the top. I don't know. It's like different kinds of squish. Does yeah. that make sense?
1: It is very, very much. It's different like kinds two of different squish. kinds of squish. Yeah, it has all like like a carbonation to it. Yeah, it was really fun. Oh. And good. I want another I'm frog. It. Yes, I'm getting the fish. Yeah, I want another frog. Um, just as a precaution. To prevent any more problems, he had an accomplice perform a ritual of burning the names of the demons in an envelope. Yeah. And she said after that, her nightmares ended.
0: Oh, my God. Eamon said everything. Oh, my God. That was it. This bitch just wanted to be on TV. (laughs) And she knew the most bizarre thing she could come up with that, like, she was for sure going to get... Shit, I'm spitting over here. She's going to get publicity for this. She just wanted to be famous. Because she didn't want to live in that little (laughs) shitty-ass house anymore.
1: Yeah. Um, When he performed the exorcism this time, she had no convulsions and everything was fine.
0: (laughs) I really wish. I mean, I don't because I look like hammered dog shit right now. But I wish y'all could see my face. (laughs) I can't. It's... Uh, I had
1: to do a more lighthearted one, y'all. This one's. <laughs> it's <laughs> great. This is fabulous. so many, like, what the f- actual fuck moments. Because mm-hmm. they don't know shit about fuck. They don't. <laughs> they don't. They really don't. It's been don't. confirmed. It's so confirmed. Anybody- <laughs> Brittany and Amanda confirmed. <laughs> okay, if a priest has to get the exorcism off of the fucking internet, he's not. He doesn't know what the fuck
0: he's doing. Go it's to somebody not else. Legit. Go to somebody else. If he hands you a notebook and says, Hey, can you write down them <laughs> demons' names for me? Will you look up the demon's names? It's for not me? legit.
1: Get a second opinion, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's, don't do
0: it. If the police come in and start taking pictures and holding you down, it's not legit. No. <laughs> no.
1: <Mm-mm. laughs> so yeah, that that was that. Um everybody went their separate ways. Um, And they lived happily ever after in Indianapolis with no demons. I I fucking have that written in my notes. Shut up. (laughs) And I'm not even reading along with you. I said, and that's that. Everybody lived happily ever after. No more occurrences for the family or at the Carolina Street House because people that have lived there afterwards have had no happenings whatsoever. What did
0: I say? I know. She just wanted a lifetime movie. Okay, she, she looks like somebody that would sit at home they, and watch Lifetime movies. I'm they did saying.
1: interview the landlord that she was renting the house from, and he said, like he he never had any occurrences before. Or after she was behind on her rent, uh, bingo, yeah, see, see, yeah, see? yeah, like even at her new, um, she she told the kids,
0: <laughs> y'all help me out with this <laughs> shit, and I'll get you on Xbox. Well, I mean, <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe because it, yeah, like once
1: everybody stopped talking about it, is really when it went. What away. was the year?
0: Twenty twelve. Yeah, I'll get you a wee. <laughs> oh my god! Y'all help mama get this money. I'll get you a we. I, <laughs> I was badass
1: at the tennis, bitch. Mm. I had we fit tennis was, and bowling. I was, I was gonna get in shape with my we fit. <laughs> I got that i got the fit board and everything and then i my, did too my kids broke it so i couldn't fucking use it i was like oh, i was gonna get in shape i was gonna it was the key word i
0: was gonna now i did it i don't know how much it was athleticism bullshit. was gained nah. with my yoga poses and my jogging in place on my Wii fit but well, i mean all you had I to do sitting was sitting my wiggle
1: back and forth on the board and move your hand around with the remote and they well, thought you were doing something i, I could do that cheat. on the fucking
0: couch i didn't cheat i did it for reals did you, though? I really did. I'm so proud. I really did. I'm so proud. Yeah, they had like a
1: Zumba fitness and
0: all that kind That of was one I of was my like, I'm going to get in shape phases. Yeah.
1: I was like, I'm going to do it. Zumba was super popular back then. And I was like,
0: I'm so going to do this.
1: It never happened. I didn't, I've never done Zumba. It scares
0: it. me. It scares you? <laughs> Dude. Zumba scares Wait, please wait, wait, no. Wait. I was 33 years old before I set foot in a gym. I'm terrified of people watching me do things. So, yeah, Zumba scares the shit out of me. I'm All gonna right, I'm going
1: to give you a little disclaimer. Like, actually, nobody at the gym fucking cares.
0: Oh, I know nobody cares. They don't care. I know that. I'm an intelligent person. But up here, everybody's staring at me. But I did it. I got a gym membership, and I went, like, every day for a year, and then... I slacked off and slacked off and slacked off and then pandemic happened and then I couldn't go to the gym and now I just haven't gone back. It's a legit excuse for me. Ashton is a whole different beast now that three is a thing. Three is a a thing. And I don't have the time or energy to go anywhere. I moved some couches and
1: stuff this week and I walked up the stairs a million times and my ass was hurting like Monday through Wednesday. There you go. Does that count?
0: Physical activity.
1: So it's workout without me knowing about it. Mhm. that counts. Okay, I have like one more sentence.
0: Oh, I thought she was doing. No, okay. I'm bitch.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay, so I, I talked about there's a documentary, right? Mhm. Okay, it's called The Demon House. <laughs> Zach Vagans.
0: <laughs> it was released on 2000 in 2018. Okay, see, I haven't watched it. I've heard about it. Did not realize it was about, that's what your case was about. Yeah. This is the one that's supposed to make you, make your house haunted when you watch it. Okay. No, like I'm telling you, that's what, I heard that on another podcast or something. Um, But watching this is supposed to like, open the doorway. Okay, the video that we watched
1: of Annalise, Mm -hmm. that I would believe. This documentary, y'all, I, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Okay, it's on Prime. If y'all want to go check it out, it doesn't, if you have a Prime membership, you don't have to pay any additional fees. Go watch it. Uh, I'm just going to say, I think this one was total bullshit. Total oh, I bullshit. Know it. <laughs> but I just had to throw, like, something funny in to... I mean, at
0: first I was like into it and I was yeah. like, okay, okay. And yeah. then it was like, the further you got into it, it was like, no, no, no.
1: When I got to the, like the priest part, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? It
0: was over with it. Yeah, I it was done. Over with.
1: I was done. Like when I watched the video of the boy climb backwards off the wall, it's, it's in the documentary, but. A reenactment. It's just a reenactment. So you don't know if it actually happened. It didn't happen. And she did need money. I don't know. Ashton could climb some walls. So, there's my case. Okay, next week, I'm taking a break. I'm doing a short one. I'm doing...
0: Okay, (laughs) what's our topic? I mean, we're not going to tell y'all, but let me look and see what our topic is. Y'all have to be surprised. It's
1: going to be a perfect one for me to like...
0: Oh, okay, so you know. Mm Hmm. Ooh, that's going to be a fun one. (laughs) Okay, y'all come back, it'll be fun times. Yeah. I
1: mean, always come back. Well, yeah. But always because we're always fun yeah no matter what we do just ask us we'll tell you even if you don't like the topic like you can still stick around
0: for our banter it's totally fun we're charming duh charming as fuck good so yeah, we're done we're done we're okay. done that's it deckery has gone Ooh. half the candy's gone i totally forgot we have an announcement what we
1: have a name for Brittany's car
0: oh <laughs> Okay, so like back in the beginning, episode whichever one. I don't know. Amanda told us that she calls her car Bridget. And I said that my car didn't have a name. And I was gonna come up with one and after I said that it left my brain and never came back.
1: Until, well, last week until <laughs> last
0: week we, we went
1: we went to lunch. Yes. In her car.
0: Okay. Um <laughs> if y'all want to know a little tidbit about us, when we say we went to lunch it was PJ's Coffee Drive Through, and we sat in my car and ate it. Um, <laughs> um, best highlight of the day, yes. Yeah, so we did that, and it just it just came out. She's Black Betty, and we kind of said it at the same time. It was cool. Yeah, it it's kind of scary, really.
1: Yeah, but, but she's Black Betty, and I'm Bridget. So Betty yeah. and Bridget, there we go. There you go. Thought y'all would like that little update. I know y'all have been like, while we're dying s- in suspense. I
0: know, I know they've turned us off by now, probably. <laughs> but you say, Betty just made me think of Clueless. She was such a Betty. <laughs> She's such a
1: Betty. <laughs> Isn't my mama Betty? <laughs> Fuck.
0: Now I have to go home and watch I Clueless. Have to watch
1: Clueless." <laughs> one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, All
1: right. Shout outs. Do we have anything else left to take care of? I would of?
0: really love to shout out <laughs> me? Amanda Hagans, <laughs> for our beautiful artwork. She's amazing. I love her. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't. We also want to shout out Craig Weaver
1: for our yes. awesome music. Oh my God. Even my mom told me this week when she was over here that our music was the shit. So we appeal to all ages. Yeah,
0: apparently my mom does. To all the people. Oh, and you said she didn't? Yeah, I didn't think she did. You need to go back through and listen and see if you said anything to get in trouble for.
1: No, but I still need that hairstyle picture. I'm going to my grandmother's next weekend. Yes. Y'all don't worry. I'm going to dig that shit out. Yes. I'm going to find some pictures of my dad, too. That's
0: exciting. Ah. Um, and then we also want to shout out my husband, Steven, for doing our editing for us. Yes. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Go and follow us on social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, oddities and curiosities podcast on Facebook, oddities and curiosities pod on Instagram. What's our Twitter? Uh, it's oddities and curiosities podcast. Okay. On the Twitter. Go to
1: Apple. Yes, guys. Y'all That's don't all you realize. need to do. Just just go to Apple. Yeah. I don't care what platform you listen on. Just go to Apple. If you love us, just go. Yes. Do it. Do it. Just, just do it. Just
0: do it.
1: Yeah. Don't be a bow, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. We're done.
1: We're done. That's it. Come back next week. Yeah. We love you guys. We love you. Bye. 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 Bye.